At CarPro USA, Jerry Reynolds, the Car Pro, wants to help you with straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive. A former two-time USA Today Dealer of the Year award winner, he can tell you whether to buy or lease, whether you should trade your car in or sell it yourself, or if a gas or diesel is your best choice. Jerry's sidekick, Radio Hall of Famer Kevin McCarthy, wants to keep things moving so you can call in and post pictures of his car on Facebook before he inevitably wrecks it. Here they are now on CarPro USA. Hi there. Welcome to CarPro USA, and we thank you for joining us on this Black Friday weekend and the last weekend of the month of November. Those two things together make this a really good time for you to pull the trigger on something. I have told people for years, oh, December is the time. But I got to tell you, what else, What has been normal this year, and certainly the time to get a new set of wheels isn't totally normal this year because the automakers are trying to make up for ground that they lost back in the spring when the coronavirus really got heavy and a lot of the dealerships were closed Uh, the assembly plants were down for a couple of months and they weren't building any cars. So they're trying to sell as much as they can between now and the end of the year. So what they did this year was they started the December incentives early. And they, some, some of the car makers started them the first of November. Others waited until mid November, but everybody's on board right now. And so the incentives right now are fantastic. And one of the reasons I've been telling people you might want to consider doing something now is because of inventory levels. I am concerned that at the end of the year, uh, a lot of the inventory is going to be depleted. They just, they've never caught, the dealers have never caught up from when inventory was really, really low back in the summertime after the assembly plants were shut down. They've never got back to where they want to be. Just talked to our Chevy dealer in, in North Texas a few minutes ago. They're the number one Chevy dealer in America and classic Chevrolet. And they're tight on Tahoes and Suburbans and uh, diesel trucks. And that's going to be the norm no matter what brand you want. So if you want something very specific, you got a better chance of finding it right now than you will at the end of December, especially when... All the people who are trying to take advantage of tax code 179, they kind of all tend to wait till December 26th through the first day of January to do that. And and that particular week, inventory levels are going to go down big time. So with all that, let's talk. This is CarPro USA. The phone number is 800 926 926 My trusty sidekick is Kevin McCarthy. Hi, pal. You know, Jerry, by the way, happy Thanksgiving and Black Friday specials and everything else to everybody. Can you believe it's almost already December? Yeah, I can. It's Tuesday. Yeah, I know. But (laughs) that starts the countdown. I mean, we're 24, you know. It does. Jerry, I've got this issue. And I, I bring it up almost every week, every other week. A lot of friends I have know what I do for a living. Yes. I hang out with you and, you know, laugh at your jokes and give you softballs to hit out of the park and stuff. Yeah. But they they also know that occasionally I pick up some knowledge about what's going on in the automotive industry. Right. But they don't get to listen to the show. So here's the deal. 
I've talked to another half dozen this week, and I've told them about what you've said a dozen times about the incentives, uh, December for to remember the Toyotathon and everything else starting early this year. They're probably as good as they're going to get, and yet they're going, ah, I'm going to wait a couple, few more weeks till closer to the end of December. They'll jack them up another three, four, five hundred dollars. I'm going, really? <laughs> You're going to take a chance on ending up having a purple SUV with polka dots on it because that's the only one left to save five hundred dollars? Some people aren't trainable. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know? I mean, why would I tell you that if it weren't absolutely the truth? But, I mean, well, for them, it just flies in the face of common sense that it's been a bad year. COVID's kept us all locked up. Nobody's done anything. The restaurants are going out of business. The NFL is having problems. So surely people aren't buying cars, and the car dealers are going to have to put on massive incentives the last two weeks of December to sell them all. No, they know the dealers are going to sell out. They, they know that right this minute. They're going to sell out between now and the end of the year. I still hear from people who tell me they're going to wait till after the first of the year and i've said it for many years january is the absolute worst month to buy a car because the incentives drop off after the big ones in december and they don't come back immediately january's the worst and it's going to be even worse this year there's no reason to put big incentives on in january of this year because nobody's going to have any cars so why do it you know they're going to sell out no matter they're going to what. Be trying to stock restock, right? Jack in the Woodlands, you're up first this hour of CarPro USA. Hello, Jack. Hello, uh, my wife just bought a, a 2021 Range Rover HSE and bought it a month or so ago, and going to wait till for delivery. It looks like until the beginning of next year. Have you all driven that, or do you have any comments on that vehicle? Well, I've owned uh, ten of them in a row. And got one sitting in my garage right this minute. I've got the Sport uh, with the 518-horse supercharged engine, but that's not the most practical choice. It's just great for somebody with a heavy foot. Um, did you buy Is she buying it or is she leasing it, Jack? She's buying it. Okay. And how long does she typically keep a vehicle? It's, lately, it's been between like five and eight years. Okay. And have, is she a high-mileage driver? No, very extremely low mileage. Okay. What I tell people, and again, I, I literally have had, and 10 may be low. I may be on my 11th or 12th right now. Um, you, The key to it is knowing when to get rid of them. After 100,000 miles, they can really cost you a lot of money. Everything's covered for the first 50. You get a four-year, 50,000-mile warranty with it. I would suggest a, an extended warranty to get you to a hundred thousand, uh, even if you even if it's only the powertrain, because that's the thing that's going to cost you the most money. Should you have a malfunction, uh, I typically I typically trade before fifty thousand miles, because everything's covered. Um, Long term, they're expensive to work on, and and after a hundred thousand miles, they can get really costly. So if you plan for that. And that's why I ask if you bought or leased. Leasing is great with Range Rovers. Not only do you get a low payment, but you're also trading every three years that way. But since she's buying it, that's fine. Just get an extended warranty, and she should be covered all the way to 100,000 miles. I would get out of it just before that. 
Well, she won't. She won't put uh, thirty thousand miles on it in five years. So well, she'll be fine. Drives it around town. She'll be fine. Jack, I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. I say Merry Christmas to you, and thank you for calling us here at CarPro USA. Ads lie. The internet lies. But Jerry Reynolds, the CarPro, never lies. Call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777. This is CarPro USA, Kevin McCarthy, Jerry Reynolds, and of course our free newsletter, which I spend the night before the show counting the clicks and seeing which articles and features got the most attention. And my conclusion after doing that last night, I thought everybody was moving from cars to crossovers. Apparently, more people are moving to having more children or being the driver for the local soccer team because your review of the new Chevy Suburban just blew through the gauges. Yeah, it um, it's, a, it's a very popular SUV, you know, and some people just have a need for, for something big. Other people just want to be in the biggest thing out there. And certainly the Suburban falls right into that, especially for 2021. You got actually larger. Uh, so did Tahoe, uh, and I had it the week before. All of my reviews are up at carprousa.com. By the first part of next week, I'll have this week's review and video of the 2021 Hyundai Palisade Calligraphy. They're new, top of the line for 2021, and I can tell you right now, it is spectacular. It'll also be in our free weekly newsletter, so if you subscribe today, you won't miss that. Plus, I had a written review that I did this week as well. I did double duty of the 2021 Infiniti Q50 sedan Redline 400, a sporty, fast uh, Infiniti, which is always uh, a lot of fun to drive. And right now, let's go to Martin in Monrovia, California. Hello, Martin. Hi, Jerry. Hey, Kevin. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. How can we help you, sir? Uh, well, I just have a quick question. I currently have a uh, three-year lease. I'm about a year and a half into it on a uh, Mazda 6. And um, I, there, I have a very, very high payment for two reasons. Number one, I had previously purchased a lemon. And um, so I traded in the lemon. And number two, uh, I had very uh, – my, my credit score was a lot lower. Um, my, my credit score has gone up about 120 points since I leased the car. So my question is, does it make sense to try to ask to turn the vehicle in early on the lease and maybe either offer to purchase it or lease a different vehicle um, to lower my monthly payment? Well, Martin, there's no such thing as turning in a lease early. You can okay. you can try to trade it in, uh, but halfway through, was it a three-year lease? Yes, sir. Halfway through, that's typically difficult. And if you had a higher interest okay. rate, that's going to even compound it more. The only other choice you have is to make all the remaining payments in one lump sum and turn it in. 
which you're probably not going to like that idea very much. No. That's too much I, money. That's I, a, I just bought a house. Yeah. That's yeah a, I, so, I get so, it. Yeah. <laughs> totally get it. So I think you're best just to ride this lease out, uh, which should be a huge benefit to you uh, as far as reestablishing your credit and getting the, getting the best interest rate next time. Uh, and, and I'm assuming that you've made all the payments on time and that you will continue to. Um, now you own a house that, that shows stability. The next time you go to lease something, you should get the very best rate. Uh, but I, I think really right now your only choice is to ride this thing out. Uh, unless you love the car and you know you want to buy it at the end of the lease, you could convert it now to a purchase. Okay. So that's okay. a, and it's it's better to do it now than wait until the end of the lease because if you if you run through all three years of the lease and then you finance it on uh, four or five years, now you're looking at paying for this car for seven or eight years total. If you know you're going to want to keep it, go ahead and convert it now, and that way every every dollar of the payment will lower the payoff instead of starting a fresh loan a year and a half from now. That makes sense. All it right. does. I'll call the uh, yeah. I'll call the deal, or I'll go down to. The, I keep calling the dealership, and there's no answer. I'm wondering if they're closed due to Corona. But uh, yeah. I'll uh, I'll go down to the dealership and see if I yeah. can talk to somebody about it. And that. if you've Thanks, got a right. if you got a bank or a credit union that you've got a relationship with, talk to them too. You want to you want to find if you're going to finance this thing for sixty months, you want the best rate you can get, and sometimes you can arrange that yourself. Instead of letting the dealer do it, now they may be able to, they may be able to get you a better rate. The smart thing, though, is to know what rate you can get before you ever start this process at a dealership, and that's one of the things I address on my FAQ page at CarProUSA.com. I wish you the best, my friend. Gas engine, diesel, hybrid, electric. Hey. Let CarProUSA help you decide what's right for how you drive. One eight hundred nine two six seventy seven seventy seven. Next up, we got a Brandon in Montebello, California. Hello, Brandon. How can I help you? Hey, Jerry, Kevin. Thank you so much for having the show. Thank you, sir. I appreciate Very that. Happy to be here. <laughs> just get gravy uh, so, uh, out of my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Brandon. Uh, my question for you is: I'm having a lot of trouble deciding between a Toyota Tundra and a Ford F-150. Um, I've all my family and I we've always had Toyotas. Um, Tacoma, nothing bigger than than a Tacoma. But thinking about starting a family soon, and uh, wondering what you guys would suggest. What is the most important thing to you as far as a pickup truck goes? Well, just to be able not to carry heavy loads, just to carry light loads, and also be able to maybe uh, easily put a car seat in. Okay. Both of them will do that. The both of them have really big back seats. They're real. The doors open wide. They're easy to get in. They're easy to get out of. And the back seats, you know, are, are just massive. The, here's the biggest differences. I think the Tundra will will take you 350 to 400 thousand miles without any problem. I think the Ford mm-hmm. will get you 250 to 300 thousand miles, but. 
The F-150 is a more enjoyable truck to drive, in my opinion. It rides better. It's quieter inside. It's not as large as the Tundra. It's got a better ride quality. Um, Tundra is just a big truck. And when you really set them side by side and compare them, you see the difference. And a lot of it is the width of the truck. And so when you go to make a U-turn in a Tundra versus an F-150, which has a much slider, uh, tighter turning radius, then that's where you really notice it. So if most of your driving is in town, you're worried about parking in, you know, at the grocery store, making a U-turn, that sort of thing, the F-150 is more enjoyable. But otherwise, for longevity, I think the Tundra is, is it will certainly get you an extra 50,000 miles. The other consideration is buyer lease. If you're going to lease, for God's sakes, do the Tundra. If you're going to purchase, then you want to do the F-150 because there are big rebates on the F-150 purchases. All the incentives are on the Tundra. I've got two great dealers there. Check my website. There's no reason to guess when you could know what to do about your next car. Call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777. It's Black Friday weekend, and here at CarPro USA, we are live, 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 because there's a lot of stuff going on in the automotive industry between now and the 4th of January. Is that when you say yeah. that? 4th of January. And Jerry, honestly, when we were talking about, well, we're going to do a live show Thanksgiving, what about Christmas Day after Christmas? Jerry honestly said, look, it's a busy time. I want to be there to help people. At the last minute, if they need it. Yeah, you want to be, I wanted to be here this weekend. Uh, and then the last Saturday of 2020, because that's when people need the most help. Yeah. I mean, the end of the month for November, Black Friday sales, Cyber Monday sales. I wanted to be here for this weekend for that. And then at the end of the year as well. So, yeah, we're going to be here. Yeah. So, question. Yes. You've had the, uh, the big Hyundai Palisade calligraphy edition, which I still can't believe stickers under $50,000 with all the stuff it's got on it. Oh, it is nice. Um, this week's review in the newsletter, the video is about the Chevy Suburban High Country, which was very popular. So what are you going to top those two with, with your test driver next week? Well, I'm driving truck next week. Big truck. Big Ram. 18-wheeler? No. No. But a big Ram. It's a new edition called the TRX. Not sure it's even started to hit the dealers yet. But it is the most powerful half-ton truck ever built. So it's blowing by the Ford... Raptor? Raptor and the Tremor that... Who was it that put out the Tremor? That was F-150 also. Yeah. Uh, with 702 horses under the hood, yes, it'll blow those away. So new king of climbing up trees. Well, it's, I mean, it's, it's more about, obviously it's four wheel drive and it's got great capability, but it's really more about the power. Yeah. If you, if you imagine, if you could imagine a Hellcat pickup, (laughs) this is it. 
Just what I always wanted. Uh, yeah, ain't the truth. And so we'll see. I bet that puppy gets good gas mileage, too. About can't, can't what wait. you're saying, it'll pass anything <laughs> on the road but a gas station? About a gas station. Yeah. Dennis, Los Angeles, welcome. How can I help you, sir? Oh, hello, Jerry. Hi, buddy. Yeah, I'm a yeah, I'm a I'm somebody that puts a lot of miles in a car every year. I use it in my business uh, around forty thousand miles a year. Every time I turn a car in the last thirty years, I'm always, always upside down. So uh, the idea of an electric car um, it's been on my mind for some time. And Tesla, the um, two main concerns I have about it going in. You know, of course, the reason why I'm attracted to it is because of less service, of course, and the low fuel charges or power charges, if you will. But, uh, you know, I sometimes, a lot of city driving I do, and uh, sometimes I have to be across town sporadically, you know, unexpectedly. I'm a low on charge, you know, uh, having to get to a power uh, charge station, spend 20 minutes charging and get going. That's not an attractive feature to me. And also, I wonder if you know, Jerry, if there's any studies um, on terms of, of long, you know, giving, uh, uh, putting that kind of usage, that long, you know, high mileage usage on, a, uh, on the battery. Right. Of the Tesla and also the electric motor. What's your reaction to that? Dennis, I haven't seen anything official, and I think it's probably too soon for there to be any long-term studies, which is what we need. We need to know the effects of a guy like you. You know, what happens if you drive 30,000 miles a year? How much do the batteries diminish over time? Because they're bound to get weaker, which means your range is going to go down. Um, Right. I believe, and then weather. I mean, I don't care what Tesla says. Weather has a huge yeah. effect on on range, and I've I've reviewed enough electric cars in my life to know this. Yeah, you know, it, it, you're in the perfect place for it because you don't get the extremes very often. And yeah, in, right. in Dallas, where I am, it could be, it could literally be 20 degrees tomorrow, and we hit a high of 80 today. You know, right, it, it's right. just back and forth. But, you know. Um, in St. Louis originally, it was like that too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you look at the cost of the battery packs for these cars, it's expensive when they go. Yeah, I think four to, yeah, right, I know. Yeah, that's so, a concern I, of mine. Also, yeah. for, for me, I, I, a guy like you, I would go with a hybrid. And, and so yeah, you. I'm, you, I'm thinking you, about the Lexus, actually. Yeah, yeah. and they yeah. got the best yeah. system yeah. out there. You get the benefits of the electric before it starts burning on gas, uh, but yet yeah. you've got unlimited range. If you want to go across country, you can go across country, and I think that's the limitation right. with Tesla. Until right. we right. get until we get those five and six hundred mile battery packs uh, right. of range, yeah. and the one car I've been watching, and if you're one of my newsletter subscribers, you've been able to read about this car, is Lucid. Lucid says they have a 500-mile range car right now. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, it, it's brand new. Can I verify yeah. that? Heck no, I can't, and it's not going to happen very soon. So I think for my next car, if I were you, I would go yeah. with a hybrid, and I would go with a certified one instead of a new one. Yeah. Let somebody else take that initial loss. Because you're going to put a lot of miles on this car. It's going to depreciate. It's not going to appreciate near as much if you start out with a one or two year old one that's got low miles and a long warranty. I believe that's the best way for you. Okay, that sounds good. 
All right, Jerry. Thanks for your response. You bet, sir. Call me anytime. You can talk to my friend Matt Unger. He's the GM at Lexus Santa Monica. He keeps more certified Lexus models than anybody I know of in SoCal. So if you uh, if you want the best deal around, he is the man to do that. Let's talk to Eva, and she is also calling from L.A. Our phone number here is 800-926-7777. Hello, Eva. Hi there, Jerry. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Learned so much listening to your show on Saturday. Oh, thank you. What can I help my you with? My question is... I have been driving Nissan Rogues for the longest time. I've had three in a row. Loved them, except for my last one that had lots of electrical problems. So recently I went to a wedding and I rented a Toyota CHR, yeah. and I loved driving it. It was zippy. It was little. What do you think of those cars? I like them. you recommend a good Toyota dealer for They're me? They're small, and if but you've rented one, so you know that. If, if it's got enough room, boy, they're easy to drive. This is one of those, <laughs> CHR is one of those vehicles that I accuse automakers. Uh, Toyota's got the HRV, uh, which is very similar uh, to, and I'm sorry, Toyota's got the CHR, Honda's got the HRV, and they're very similar. I, they're, right. hatch, they're, batch, they're hatchbacks with bigger wheels. And they call it, they call it an SUV <laughs> because SUVs are selling. Right. Uh, I do like the Toyota. I have driven it. I've not done a full review, although one of our other reviewers did it. It's up on our website. Uh, great gas mileage, easy to drive, fantastic visibility, as you know, because you've rented one. Uh, it's a good choice. I would take another driving one just to refresh yourself and make sure that it's what you want. Uh, I've got uh, Toyota Pasadena and I've got Toyota Santa Monica, both at our website under car, uh, certified dealers at carprousa.com. Send in your VIP, send in the email, you'll get your VIP certificate. Buying a new car is so hard, but not if you call CarPro USA for advice at 1 800 926 7777. This is CarPro USA, and as a public service to the people you've talked to who mm-hmm. hate even having to turn off the start-stop system in their car when they get into it. Yes. The Lexus I leased as part of the December to Remember yep. does not have a start-stop system. So you don't even have to swipe that button while you're putting your uh, seatbelt on. Huh. That's strange. Yeah. But yep. it's... If, if it just drives you crazy, consider the brand. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, nothing I'm driving doesn't have it. Um, it. But I haven't been in anything recently that you couldn't disable it as soon as you start the car. Uh, this Hyundai has it, but there's a real easy button right there. Fairly close to the ignition switch, uh, ignition push button. So you can hit one and then hit the other and be on no, your way. No big deal. No, and it's got... It's also got auto hold, which is absolutely one of the greatest things that's come out on cars in in the past years. How does uh, that work? When you when you when you go up to a red light or a stop sign and come to a complete stop on the dash, 
it'll say auto hold and it'll turn green and you can take your foot completely off the brake. So if you're at one of those intersections where you know it's going to be a few cycles before you get through? You know what? When you get used to it, you do it no matter what. I mean, unless you're at a four-way stop, you know, stop sign, and you know you're fixing to go, but every red light, you just it, it, it makes driving so much simpler, and your right foot isn't tired all the time, and your leg, cool. it's just it's just cool. So my process all week long is hit the start button, hit the auto hold button, hit the off on the auto start stop, and and I tell you, let me tell you something else. This Hyundai does that is just brilliant. Every other car I've ever driven, when it's when you use the remote keyless entry start, mm-hmm. so you start it with the key fob before you get in the car, especially if it's cold or hot outside. And then when you get in the car, you have to put your foot on the brake and hit the start button like you normally would. Right. When you sit down in this one, if you've got the key on you, it recognizes it and just it's ready to you go. You just go. Just ready to go. Great. Uh, Gilbert in the Houston area. Gilbert, welcome. How can I help you? Uh, good morning, fellas. Uh, I've used you guys for the last four cars I bought. Well, thank you. It's been great. I'm looking at the 2021 four-door Ford Bronco. Yep. My question is, should I wait to 2022 just in case there's any bugs? And you know anything about that Ford Bronco since it's coming back? Buddy, I, I can't help you much. I mean, they haven't started arriving yet. I've been able to just look at one. I haven't driven one. I tried to go online to Ford.com and configure one. And after about 10 minutes, I threw my hands up in the air and said, no way am I going through this. There's so many different configurations to this thing. Here's why no. I, I was trying to help my nephew. He ordered one from one of my dealers and... When he got through, it was about sixty-one grand, and I still didn't know what he ordered. I mean, I was looking at it, but I couldn't get—I couldn't wrap my brain around what this thing was going to look like. Just, it's right. just—there hasn't been enough time. Now, here's the good news: yes, a dear friend of mine named Jorge Lopez. He is at Tom Ball Ford. He has studied these things. Back and forth, he's done YouTube videos on them. He, he he understands Broncos. I'll be honest with you, I don't, and and it and I won't until probably I can review one and I can I can look at all the different uh, all the different packages that are out there. Jorge's done all that. If you will reach at him through our website at carprousa.com. He's also selling these things at MSRP. A lot of dealers are asking more than that, up to 10000 Reach out to him. Jorge is great. He will take good care of you. Thank you, Gilbert. If you're tall, short, heavy, or skinny, Car Pro USA is ready to help you find the car that fits you. Call 1-800-926-7777. Here at CarPro USA, you probably heard Jerry talk occasionally about the importance of a good service department at a new car dealership. Well, listen to this one. Roy from Fort Worth 
has been listening to you. He recently contacted Tony Human at Sampak's Five Star Subaru in Grapevine through our website. Did the deal via text and email. So he's the general manager. Right. The general manager. Sorry, Tony. I didn't give you the props. Anyway, so all Mark ended up doing was showing up, signing the papers, and he was in and out in an hour with a car pro VIP uh, priority deal on a great uh, Subaru and a five-star rating for Sampax five-star Subaru. Here's the catch. He's going to be in the market for a new Subaru, another one, in about six months. Hmm. In the meantime, he's going to make his decision on whether or not he's going back to Sampac on what kind of service he gets in the service department. Oh, it's a test. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's important to get a service advisor or a department that you can really trust. Right. And so that's what he's going to do. We'll hear from him six months from now, I guess. Um, we also have a short and sweet five-star rating for Nissan of New Braunfels here at CarPro USA. Erica uh, gave the five-star rating. She didn't say anything about the deal, anything about the car. She just thinks that general manager Don Mordecai is just too cool for school. Yes. <laughs> Don and I go back to the early 80s. Uh, he was he was a com- competitor to my Ford dealership, but we just got along so well, and he's such a nice guy. His wife is adorable. Oh, uh, Erica's going to be sorry to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all of our dealers will treat you right, and they're all at carprousa.com. It's hard to decide between what's sexy and what's practical in a car. So get some help. Call CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777. 